This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, Jessica. Hey, Elsie. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Well, yes. Well, unless because you were so you were like, are we blabbing today? Because we've decided everybody to do a blab once in a while when we record G podcasts. That's so noncommittal. I was hoping that when we taped the show, we would do a blab because then people who blab would see it in advance. Yes. And then people who don't blab would hear it on iTunes on Monday. And either way, maybe we could start like a YouTube. Yes. Or like a. I don't know. I just thought we could use the video for many, many things. Elsie is just like, maybe once in a while we'll do a blab. Well, you know what it is? Okay, here, here's the here's the other thing too. So it's yesterday funny. we did a blab with Libsyn, right? So Libsyn. You did. I did. I've, ne- yes. I've still never done it. Okay. So I did it uh, because now we've, because it's so much easier for Crystal to set up the blab and for people to really participate in a blab versus doing a Google Hangouts on air, which is what we used to do before. And Google Hangouts on air feels, and we kind of discussed this on the blab, feels really like more serious. It feels very like you have to, you've got to be serious now. On Google Hangouts? Yeah. Because it's dark? Because there's like all of these other tools and like usually Crystal would do a little bit more of an in-depth like walk through of doing stuff. These are new apps. You know, these are the steps you do X, Y, Z. We, we, we had more show notes. We had bullet points that we addressed. And then with Blabs, it feels it's a lot more freeing. And so we did one yesterday. And I, I think my biggest uh, complaint is that I feel like I'm not set up for video and I lose a lot of energy. Like that's why I was so resistant with you this this morning, Jess, because I did like over an hour yesterday on live, you know, on uh, the blab and it really took a lot out of me. It took a lot out of me to be on. I could see that. And so when I thought like, oh, I have to do it again, like I just, I felt like it was, it's just so much easier for me to close my eyes and focus on what we're, the conversations that we're having. And I can't not look at myself in the black. Well, everyone has that. Yeah, I have that same problem. So then it becomes more about the chat room. What you look like. What I look like. You should have seen it, dude. It was hilarious. It was beautiful lighting when we started. And by the end, by the time we finished, I looked like I was on the Blair Witch Project, which Natalie... <laughs> Ekdal was there and she mentioned that she was laughing because seriously, I was in the dark. I had to go get a lantern and wow. put it outside and I look like I'm in. I'm going to be murdered because there's no light outside, right? Because I was outside. <laughs> and so well, It's not like you have street lamps. No. And so there, there was that and it was kind of fun because they, you know, saw where I lived and where the rattles, not the rattlesnakes, the copperheads hang out and all that oh kind of stuff. Oh my God. I know. Pretty crazy. But, and so that was fun, but it took a lot out of me. I mean, honestly, there was always the worry of, oh my God, the light, I didn't realize that it was getting dark so fast. 
can people see me? Can people hear me? Should I move the camera? Like if we were recording, I would simply say, hey, Jess, it's time for us to stop. Hold on. Can we take a break? And then I would reset. But that's the fun of Blab. We can do that. We, it doesn't have to be official. It doesn't. You're right. And, and we actually discussed this on the Blab as well. And we, actually, you would never have the problem of the lighting because we're it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. so, yeah. So my resistance is just that last night I did one and I was tired from it. It was like, I just want to get behind the mic. I don't want You don't even have to feel obligated to look at me. You, I mean, I'm just sitting in front of a window. I'll just stare off into the distance. <laughs> and you can do the same. Like, I don't have to see you, obviously, in order to talk to you. I just thought it would be a good use of time. Yes. Something we want to do, which yes. we're never going to – in the history of time, there's never going to be another scheduled weekly appointment with you. I mean, even the Monday business meetings keep getting, you know, yeah. pushed. So – Totally. This is All really right. the only time that we would be able to do it. And then I was just thinking, I mean, and then I was kind of thinking like, oh my God, what if I wake up looking like Albert Einstein that day, <laughs> which I'm starting to, actually I've graduated from like, it was Richard Simmons for a little while, but now it's gotten long enough where I'm starting to have a Rue McClanahan haircut oh from God. like the Golden Girls. <laughs> it's not, it's really getting crazy. But I mean, Dude. I figure I could just tie like a bandana around like the, um, we can do it, lady, from the work poster, oh and then I'll be okay. All right. Like, so I'll just ha- look like Lucille Ball. How about her. this? How about this? <laughs> I'll commit to doing October 14th. That's Wednesday, 11 a.m., people. You ready? Yeah, that's right I'm before our webinar. Now. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Our other fancy webinar. <gasps> but that doesn't mean we can't do the blab. It just means that they'll be – if they're coming to the webinar, they'll maybe want to see both. Oh, I see. That's right. Hmm. Maybe we should do them. I mean, even if we did them every other week, the thing is, like, it wouldn't be. I don't know. I just feel like we should do it every time we tape. Okay. Because that way we'll have a succession that goes along with our podcast. Right. That's true. And we can use it on YouTube or on iTunes video if people want to see us that way. Because that's great. So tell us what you think, people. Yeah. You know what? Before we commit. What we could do, too, is we could have the banter before the show or the banter after the show or whatever. So if you want, uh, if you want, do you want us to start on the 14th? Because I'm, I'm okay with it. If you, yeah, you're I'm the one okay that's going to be the boss lady of that Just tell webinar, us so. in the comments or in the group or write us an email and tell us if you think even blabbing is even worth our time or should we just nix it? Okay. So we're doing that. So we'll just do that. So speaking of the webinar that we have, we are going to be having a webinar that's going to be uh, run by uh, our lovely Jessica with her greatness. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be all about media kits, uh, advertising, sponsorship. It's what you have kind of deemed what, Jess? The platform model. That's right. The platform model. For everyone who is not Bobby and Betty Big Deal. It doesn't have like... 5,000 downloads per episode. If you have under that and you can't work with mid-roll, then this is the way you should be getting sponsors, the platform model, using your platform. Yes, yes. So uh, there's that kind of stuff. And I may yeah. be, you know, yeah, yes, totally. So if you have any, any, any questions about advertising, any questions about sponsorship that is not based around any kind of download numbers – Anything that's around, you know, what's your CPM, which is cost per thousand. Uh, So usually that's what advertising models for podcasting have been based around, have all been around 
that CPM model. This is not what we're going to be teaching. So uh, Jessica is going to be able to do this little uh, thing. And even if <laughs> I know, even if you have like any thing. other kind of uh, interest <laughs> in anything else, and maybe you're not interested in doing uh, podcast stuff, she's going to really walk you through. I think Jess, the media quick kit stuff that she does. And if you have not seen it, shepodcast.com/slash media kit. Please take a look mm-hmm. at it. It's really clean. It's beautifully crafted. You get you understand exactly what we are about. She podcast is about, and you get a ch- an opportunity to check it all out. So, yeah, yay. basically, it's how to put together a media kit and ad packages. If you want sponsors and you don't want to wait until you're big enough to work with mid roll, because you don't need crazy amount of downloads to get your own sponsors and advertisers. It's just silly. And I feel like that model is super broken because even a show like ours has been able to secure sponsors with nowhere near those kinds of numbers. Absolutely. And it's really, and it's not based because we're like, look at how many people we're reaching. It really is all around the kind of influence. influence. Yeah. It's the kind of influence that Jess and I have. And and it's bonus because there's two of us. So we have twice... (laughs) as much reach and because our you know our people are slightly different they come together as well you know of course that they know both of us but at the same time we have our own posse that knows either just jessica or either myself and they kind of cross promote which is really fantastic so the latest term now is squad what do you mean squad oh please i know it's just all of the what did i yeah yeah not 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 cool not cool my daughter calls her friends a squad really yeah, they're now the squad. Now they now you don't have a posse, you have a squad. Oh gosh. I don't think I ever had a, <laughs> a posse. You know, I just had to get okay, that out. Here, so here's like <laughs> oh my God. We used to call each other in our thirties, my like best friends when we were in LA, when we were all working at the restaurant. In our thir- my do in our thirties. Mm-hmm. We would call each other pookies. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what does that even mean, Pookie? I used to have a teddy bear named Pookie. I called my, I don't even know where it came from, but every time we saw each other, we would go, Pookie. Oh, man. I That's know. insane. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know, but it just was like, it resonated so much with us. I don't even, and we are not, it's not like we are like that. Like, it's not like everybody is like as goofy as I am. They were like serious, <laughs> like, you know, women, like women. Like smart, Whoa, articulate women. Per, Whoa, you know. <laughs> man. Do you know what that's from? No. Of course you don't. Of course I don't. TV, some it's, TV show. No, yeah, it's from, no, it's from So I Married an Axe Murderer with uh, oh, Mike Myers. Oh. He's a beat poet. <laughs> he's, he's doing a poem about his um, girlfriend, Harriet. Harriet. Anyway, oh, my God. he goes, woman, whoa, man, whoa, man. That's <laughs> really, anyway, Holy sorry. Crap. Sorry, listeners. Oh, my God. I'm sure you guys got it. Elsie will never get. We're bringing it back now really quick before we sorry. kind of move into our feedback. So speaking of sponsorship, though, if if you are listening and you would like to sponsor our show. Yes. Please come to our media kit, shepodcast.com slash media kit and then choose uh to participate with our community to be partners with us we are open we have spaces for sponsorship uh we haven't really been looking for anything right now but we decided you know what here we go if you guys are interested in being part of the she podcast community by partnering with us uh as a sponsor uh please check it out and uh let's have a chat because that would be awesome 
Go Yay. ahead and put your information in the contact form and let's talk about it. All of our stats and everything is on the media kit as well as two different levels of sponsorship. We have audio sponsorship, obviously, and then we have just digital if you want to get some exposure but can't afford to do the audio ones. I will say that I, we've gotten some email that the audio, our audio banter about products is oddly effective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we We've should. Had wrap- some listeners, disgruntled <laughs> listeners, tell us that. Uh, no, not 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 that you're disgruntled. Yes, you know who who she is. Yes, but um, you know that just say that you know I was strangely pulled in by your banter about <laughs> the product, and I don't usually get intrigued by audio ads like that. So it yeah. is effective. So it is. It, it absolutely is. And sometimes it takes a little bit of a while, but there comes a point where you're like, okay, what is this thing they're talking about? <laughs> Let's yeah. go. So yeah, yeah no, especially because really we're so enthused. I mean, we really only, I mean, not that we only want, but like we usually only take those types of sponsors. If we're going to talk about it, stuff that we're enthusiastic about because it helps, it helps them sell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Yay. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we have a little bit of feedback uh, from our last episode, which was the one about Skype. But that's when everybody found out about Downton Alley's, uh, my Abby, Abby's Abby. obsession. Because <laughs> I, Downtown Alley. See, because it's really hard for me to say that word. Abby and Alley are much different. Well, no, I know Abby. Downtown I know Abby. Alley <laughs> sounds like a very bad neighborhood. That would be a really it's great, Downton like. Downton Abbey. <laughs> Well, anyway, so we got some feedback from Ginger from the Outlander podcast. Yes. So um, let's hear what she had to say to us. Hello, Elsie and Jessica. This is Ginger from the Outlander podcast. I'm a little nervous leaving a first comment. And interestingly, it's not about podcasting. Elsie was talking in the latest episode about falling for Downton Abbey and how today's society's roots are based in that type of society, the different levels and layers. Well, there was a British show that later played on PBS called Manor House. It took people from their daily lives and cast them in the roles of master, mistress, uh, of the manor, their children, and every type of servant at every level. They worked in the house just as they would have in the Edwardian era, wore the clothes, and there was even a French chef brought in to be cook. It was fascinating to see these normal people take on these roles and how it actually really, really affected them. I really recommend it. I love your show. I am learning so much, and I find something inspiring in each episode. Thank you again, and take care. Thank you, Ginger. You are so sweet. Yeah, that was really nice. That was Thank very, you. very nice. And you know what? I and have helpful. heard of that show before. I have too. And I, I would like to be a contestant on it because I think I would be the governess. You think so? The countess. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to scrub floors. I can't do it even in my own house. Yeah. I think I'd I like mean, to be a lady's maid. But you're station, right? Huh? A lady's maid. You would like to be a lady's maid. That's yes. your station. I think that that I would like that. Yes. Well, you can be my maid, Elsie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm cleaning. Up. I'll dress people. Yeah, I but, think uh, I would do a lady's maid. I'm not That's cleaning what I'd up like anything because you get to travel and do all the fun stuff. I guess, sort of. I'm, see, isn't that so funny? How I'm thinking of like the ultimate, like the best experience of being a lady's maid. Rather than the, because I was thinking about it after, you know, we had our last chat and I'm, I was like, you know, it must really suck. It was cold. You, you know, you, you had all these random duties. You had to get up like super early. You couldn't really do anything on your yeah. own. You now had all to of a sudden it. that's the highest you're willing to go. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. I it's crazy. 
So anyway, um, but that's, but thank you. Thank you for that feedback. And yeah. I'm going to check. I'd love to check. And I, I remember it being advertised or whatever the, the launch, you know, videos, whatever that they had when that show started to come out. And I just never kind of got sucked in, but now I'm interested. So thank you, Ginger, yes, from the Outlander you. podcast, another, another uh, show that people are very passionate about slash books slash storyline. So yay. And also we had a big shout out to our audio editor, John. Uh, yes. For the killer audio. So who, uh, who my gave you, us a shout out? I had a tri- I had a, a tweet from one of my Twitter uh social media buddies, Joshua Liston, who is um you know, he's a very sweet man. He uh lives in a different continent. Uh, and, uh, he is, has, has given me feedback in the past about my audio. He, he's always very, um, great about doing it in a way that doesn't hurt my feelings, <laughs> but he's really, really <laughs> smart. He's a very smart, uh, podcast consumer. So when he said that we had excellent audio in our last episode, mind you, I was very taken aback and I was very thankful. And so thank you, John, for all of your work. And he's he's actually been working behind the scenes very hard to to help us sound better um, and much gooder. <laughs> than we he's were working really, yeah. He's doing lots of experiments, lots of little audio experiments. Yes, so uh, it's it's really great, and I'm really glad that um, Joshua said that. So shout out to Joshua and shout Yay, out to John. Thank you. Yay! I'm glad it's working. Um, and then we had a little bit of email feedback regarding the Skype ad from Blue Mics. Um, and this is from Lillian. And she said, thanks for talking about the Blue Mic ad on the show. I didn't know about it. And now that I know, I'm going to vote with my wallet and not buy a Blue Mic unless I see some serious changes in their advertising. As in ads that treat women with respect. While they should really know their buyer demographic better... To me, it shouldn't have mattered if their buyer demographic was 100% male. They still shouldn't have put out an ad like that. So thank you for your feedback. We really appreciate the conversation about it. Well, you know what? I'm, it, it's one of those things where it's no longer, for me, it's, it doesn't resonate. It simply does not resonate. And I've always liked to be on this platform or for myself to be able to speak from a place of, you know what? It's okay. They can make that choice. It doesn't appeal to me, but it's all right if you do. And I'm kind of done with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, aiming at the lowest common denominator for everything. I'm done uh, not thinking about how it really affects our entire society as a whole. I'm done having to, you know, even with my little girls, you know, with my Hunter and May. Like, I don't want to have them see something like that and think that that's okay. I think if they want to do or or be whoever it is that they want to be, I want them to strive to be the best that they can be and to be creative and to be empowered and to think uh, in in bigger, brighter ways than to stay with the things that, in quotes, work sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I just don't think, obviously it's not, uh, for me, I think it's not working. So. Well, it wasn't, you weren't who they were trying to reach. Well, They assume the podcast, I mean, that's their real problem is that they just assumed their audience was mostly dudes. Possibly. Yes. That's Uh, what I think. Yeah, possibly. But but then still though, uh, but I do agree, but it's interesting because she said even if it was 100% male, they still shouldn't have put out an ad like that. And I think it's, you know, it's it's still to be debated. I kind of agree. <laughs> so yeah. So there you go. I'm not going to buy one anytime soon, just because I I agree. I think it was stupid. It was just a stupid decision. But 
I, they should have done better research. That's all. Right. And I've and I kind of sat back. I should definitely reach out to them and and maybe even tag them on. Yes, that episode, I thought that we would were be really great. Grill I, them on a, on a public forum. I for, <laughs> I forgot. We can have them on a blab. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and Perfect. a little bit of follow up for the Skype alternative guys. Uh, I'm gonna okay. Oh gosh, I wish I would have had it queued up so that you would hear it because it's so, so amazing. But maybe we'll play it on the next episode. But here, okay. So I have two more uh, shout uh, uh, a shout out basically for another Skype alternative. This one goes to at Making Dad, Making Dad the show. Making Dad. I don't know. It's the best, most awesome jingle that they have at the beginning of the show. Oh, I can so find it. It's I don't so, know if you'll be able to so hear good. it. But still, here we go. We're going to play it for you right now. Enough. Not going to say it. Making Dad. Making Dad. Making Dad. Making Dad. Say that. Say it. That is the cattiest. I'm serious, and I know that you're going to listen from now on, Jess, because that's the cattiest little ditty. It's a fun show. It's a such a fun show. They've done wonderful things. But anyway, um, the Making Dad peeps uh, t- uh, Twitter updated us, or however you say it, they tweeted, t- tweeted, Twitter updated us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Uh, that's oh my good god! Stuff. Yes, very good. All right, so tweet in um, something else, which is over at now.source-elements.com, and it is a free, high-quality, bi-directional streaming in your Chrome web browser. So you connect at broadcast quality for free. And for premium features, including conferencing up to 10 people, pricing will start as low as $8 a month from 2016. So there's that. We so should try are, it. Did I, you test it? I have not tested it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's basically web-based, and it is an ISDN connection or something that is along those lines that connects people via the browser. And then we would have to record, I believe. We would record ourselves. So this is not a solution that comes all like so to, to, totally built in it's really more about the connection and i think i believe that that's what it is but also rob and i have i i convinced him that maybe we can give it a try as as well but i think we should definitely do it as well so you guys can check that out this and- is what i was wondering about because when we i did a little voice acting voiceover intro guide or whatever and she said something about an isdn connection and i was like well i'll never have that am i if i'm gonna need that then I'm in big trouble. But if this works instead of that, then what does that mean? You can do voiceover yep. from a distance and be in the studio with your yep. boss. Yep. You got to check it out. It actually is. Wow, if you go over to cool. the website, if you go over to that website on the right hand side, I think it has mm-hmm. like what it's for. Like it says for voiceover, like it tells you exactly what this is for. So yeah. yeah. So it's really great. It's your internet recording studio. Yeah. Super cool Neat. stuff. I know, right? So thanks at Making Dad for making our life easier and for giving us this information. And now you'll have that little ditty in your brain forever because they're so cool. But anyway, all Sing right. It again. Sing it again. Dinner, 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 dinner. Making Dad. 
I like it. <laughs> I like it better when you do it. <laughs> okay, so there's this also really cool app, and uh, it, for iOS, it's called Voice, and that is little like V O I S, and it's like Blab, but it's for audio only. So you connect via the app, but you have the ability to have people listening live and commenting at the same time. You can also let people come into the voice. Gosh, there's all these words. You can also invite people to, to kind of be part of the conversation as well. So it's really neato. And you can have public or private conversations, which is super neat. So it's really, really neat. I'm now, exhausted with all this live I know, it's I'm telling exhausting. you. But see, I would actually really like to test test out voice because But it who's seems, on it? Has anyone I've never even heard of it. Have I you? know that Rob heard they even about have them. a website. I can't even find their website. Well, it's um I don't know. Well, I have the app and it's really cute. Oh, it's it, an app. It's an app, yeah. It's a little app and the app is so cute. Oh, it's phone. like it's Hold called on. voice, like, as you see. Sorry, and it's got that. this like parrot, a little green parrot on it. It's a free yeah. app. It's a great little service. And then you can just send, you basically send the invites to your friends in the same way that you would do a blab. And then they can just join you. Uh, and see, Rob and I did our, when I, when I had, when I didn't have any power this last Friday, that's this how we connected used? with each other. We used the app. And in a perfect world, it also would have a recording capability. But as of, as of this past week or so, they had to remove it. Uh, for legal reasons, not for bugs or functionality reasons, because what, what kind they, of legal legal reasons in terms that people are playing music, and again, as we have people ruin it for about, everybody. Come on, people! I know. I know exactly. So they were afraid that people are going to be playing uh, copyrighted music on the shows, which is and you know everybody keeps asking these questions all the time. Can I play the music? Can I talk? No. Those the, you don't mess with copyrighted music. You don't ever. They'll come after you, and they will sink an entire. They will sink an entire business because of somebody else. So what they're doing is they're changing their terms of service, uh, and they will add that functionality back so that you can record. So, but it was a legal reason why they took the recording functionality out. But that will be updated according for the, to the voice team. Uh, and I want to test it because I think it's a really cute idea and it also takes the pressure off of being on camera and at the same time, having people be part of the conversation. I feel this is really great though. Cause imagine with our sheep podcasters, most of us are multitasking in some way, shape or form, whether we are, um, mamas that are staying at home, whether we are at work, whether we're doing whatever it is that we do with our lives, most of the time. We are doing stuff. Like yesterday, we just got a tweet from somebody who was saying like she was listening to us while she was loading the dishwasher, right? So how awesome would it be if she was able to join us for a voice chat and all she had to do was put her phone in her pocket and she could just have it hanging off and she could continue washing dishes and doing the whatever and still be part of the conversation, right? Yeah, totally. So You just have to know that. I just wish... I mean, we'll get to a point, I'm sure, where it's more mainstream, that's all. Oh, yeah, totally, I'm sure. And it's just like this is a – it was a big, big, big one that I've, I've never heard of ever. So that was really cool. So awesome. I mean, it sounded How's good. You're, you and Rob sounded good last week, so. Yeah. So, well, my side was Your the side same was way. better. <laughs> well, that's because we never recorded it, dude. It never worked. Oh. Remember? Because there yes. was no recording. So we never recorded it. So it was a double ender. So I was recording on my regular mic, which is why I sounded good, because it was 
the way that I usually sound. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. And Rob recorded off of like his iPhone in front of his face, which was not perfect, but still. The disaster. All right. So we have uh, kind of a little bit of a topic that has come up uh, at least for that I've seen at the She Podcasts um, group, a lot of discussion around, hey, I just finished my 100th episode or I just hit my one year anniversary and all that kind of stuff. And although there's a lot of people who are like, yay, there's also some people that are like, and now what? Like, what if you've been podcasting for quite a while now and you feel that you're not uh, growing in the way that you would like, and you're feeling a little bit like, what What do I do? I don't know what to do. I want to do. So I decided to kind of um, talk about this. Well, you just shut down. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just well, kidding. you just quit. <laughs> I mean, my first question, to be honest, Elsie, is if they're getting to the 100 mark and they're like, what now? Like, why didn't you think of this six months ago or 50 shows ago? Hmm. Why is it the hundred that you're like, what now? Like, shouldn't you be thinking of that like number 50? Are you still in like the honeymoon phase at 50 where you're just like, yeah, things are going. Well, it depends because to me. Depends on how often, right? Yes. And it also depends on what meaning your big anniversary dates have. Because there's a difference between like, I hit my 100th anniversary for Elsie's yoga class. I think, gosh, three, three years or even four years in to the show because, uh, gosh, I would do a weekly show and then it stopped to be like a bi-weekly show and then it stopped to be like a quarterly show and then it just stopped. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then it was really hard for me to hit that 100th mark, right? But I wanted to hit it. Like I still had that momentum of like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And then when I hit it, I sort of like was like, okay. And then I got like, I'm going to just let it go. And then it over. Right. Yeah. And then it was over. And then there's the same thing that happens for the one year mark. It depends on how it feels for you. And, but I, but you're right, Jess. It's like, when should you do this sort of like looking back when you hit the milestone? Is that when you're looking at your stats or should you be looking at your stuff and kind of observing, I guess, in a deeper way to what you want to do. But I like your question. I mean, I guess I just feel like you really waited a hundred episodes before you asked the question, what now? Because if you had not done that and you had only waited 50 episodes or six months, then by the time you hit a hundred or a year, you'd be like, and it's going in this direction. But is it, does it, I mean, are you blindly recording just a hundred episodes until you get to a hundred and then you go, whew, because that sort of means to me that you're done. Right. I mean, at least in my head, I feel like if that's all you're doing is pumping for that goal, then you're doing what Elsie did. You just keep, are keeping going so you can hit 100. Yeah. And, and you, then you're done. You, you're totally right because that's exactly what I did. Like even with the amount of downloads that I was getting, and again, I was being featured everywhere. I was getting like very well. I had, had so much momentum around my podcast. It's the kind of momentum that most podcasters at this moment would kill for. I had. I had everything that all of you guys want for that podcast. I had people emailing me like crazy. I had people like media people uh, reaching out to me to give me free stuff out of the blue. Um, I had sponsors <laughs> that wanted to just use my podcast and I never said yes, ever, ever, ever. Um, I had, uh, what else did I have? I had a gazillion, I, I was being featured in You and Noteworthy constantly. Uh, I moved into the What's Hot section. I was constantly on the front page of health, alternative health, constantly. I never did anything. I was 
was always hitting the top uh, 10 episodes for Health and Alternative, which is like on the side there. I used to be featured all the time for any time that there was health uh, health apps that were featured on the front page of iTunes. My app, my podcast was constantly all the time featured on the front page of iTunes. And I never asked for any of that. It just I it, it just all happened. And I never did anything with any of it. I never did anything with any of it. And it's just like Jessica said, my mind was in putting the show. I have to put the show out. <laughs> but that's so and such out. an empty. I just feel like that's such an empty goal, I guess. Well, no, yeah, I, there was no goal, Jess. It was just, I have to put the show out. That was basically it. That's the point. Yeah, but that's my right. exact point. There There's, was no yeah. goal. So then the question is, if you have a goal and it's just to get to the hundred mark, why is that your only goal? I guess is my question. If you have a, if you're listening right now and you have a goal like that, ask yourself why, why isn't it something else? Why are you trying to not build a list or get a bigger audience or do live events or become a voiceover artist or be on the cover of X magazine or why is that the only goal? It's a hundred. That's not really a goal. That's going to happen whether you have other goals or not. Right. I mean, that's my opinion anyway. No, I mean, that's that's great. I, I love it. Uh, I Thank you for uh, for saying that, Jess, because I think that I don't know what I would have needed when I was in that space. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I would have responded to you saying that to me because I wasn't ready to hear that. Right now I am. So I, I like think also it's because you were only doing shows when you were doing live classes like yours is such right. a unique situation. Right. You weren't. You weren't That's actively true. sitting down in front of a microphone and doing up. Oh, there goes my mic and doing a podcast. <laughs> or eep. you were, um, you know, you were just, just teaching. And when your teaching hours slow down, so did your show. So that's why you didn't have a goal. It's so different. Most people don't right. do a podcast based on what they're doing outside the home. It's all. It's nearly impossible. You know, you're in. Yeah. That was a very unique situation. I think. That's all. Yeah, and I think that that's what, that really was one of the key reasons why I stopped as well, because my initial concept then had to be adapted, and I had to find a way to do it, and it took a lot of work for me to do it in my own head. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're, you're you're totally right about that, and I could have done a lot of different things, and my mindset at that time also was not ready to do the type of work that it required. And, um, and, and also at the reason, the, one of the biggest reasons I feel that I let it go too, is because I had just had babies. So I was Mm. in the midst of having two little tiny people. Like first I was pregnant and then I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to start this back up again. And then I got pregnant again and then we started. So actually I, I put this up on the, you know, there was an, I, I said, congratulations to somebody else who know who, who hit another milestone. And I mentioned also that maybe, you know, I let Elsie's yoga class kind of go energetically. And in the process of letting Elsie's yoga class go, it allowed me to stay open to creating She Podcasts. It allowed mm-hmm. me to create this. So if I would have just gotten really stuck on Elsie's yoga class, maybe She Podcasts wouldn't have happened. Maybe it wouldn't have been what it is now. Right. So, you know, you don't know what what it's going to guide for, what it's going to, what it's going to make it bigger. You, you don't, you don't really understand what that would be, but there's also, uh, let's talk about from here. We have some stats that I wanted to, to share with you guys, because we're talking about download numbers. We're talking about like the median downloads right now. 
for August, and these are stats that we often share on the feed. So if you don't if you don't listen to the feed, you should definitely check that out. We get these all almost every single show. So the median downloads for August. Uh, this would be for monthly. These are the monthly downloads for podcasts that are. Uh, we figure these out through the Libsyn. Uh, ecosystem. So all podcasts that are hosted at Lipson, which are at this moment about 25,000 different accounts, the median download numbers for August were 165 mm. downloads per episode. For the whole month? Yes. No, uh, yes. stop it. No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm totally being honest. The median downloads for August were 165 per episode per month. Oh, per episode. Not per, per month. No, no, no. Per episode per month, which means that if you have an episode that you uh, release October 1st and then you check your stats on November 1st, if you have had more than 165 downloads, that means that you are above, like you are... We're doing pretty good. You're doing very good, yeah. If you're below 165, that means that you're slightly below the median. So anything above 165 uh, downloads per episode per month is quite... Uh, you're doing better. <laughs> you're, you're like above the median, which is awesome. Nice. I know. Isn't that crazy? So now the adjusted mean, which means that what Rob does is he removes like the top, like people like... Um, Mark Maron, the Mark Maron podcast or something like that, the people who are getting like thousands upon thousands of downloads for their stuff, and also the people who are getting like one, two, or three downloads per month, he removes those outliers out of the uh, the sphere, and then he adjusts that mean. And for August, for that, it was 1,981.3 downloads per episode per month. So... If you're hitting like, if you're per episode per month right there, the adjusted mean for that is that, you know, you need to hit at least 1981 per ap- per episodes per month and you will be at the adjusted mean for August in terms of downloads. Um, now, this is the number that a lot of people are going to freak out about. And this is the number that I want you guys. And this is why we or Jessica and I really are behind this whole other way of selling your podcast because generally speak speaking sponsors really won't really start to engage conversations with you unless you have at least 5000 downloads per month per episode for your show in a consistent basis mm-hmm. okay so that would be exactly. what you would have to have sustained downloads let's say uh July August and September, you need to present three months of at least 5,000 downloads per episode per month to sponsors for them to speak with you, okay? So, and to get to the $5,000 mark for downloads meant that you are in the top 8.8% of podcasters. So basically nobody. Basically nobody. (laughs) That's right. So only... Not me. Only, not us. Exactly. Not us said the fly. Not us said Exactly. So 8.8% of the 25,000-ish accounts that we have at Libsyn, 8.8% of those podcasts have 5,000 per episodes, 5,000 downloads per episodes per month. Okay? How dare they, madam? <laughs> so <laughs> think about that for yourself. It's just, I don't know. I never... The first time I ran into that model was in Podcasters Paradise. And um I was I was uh 
early in Podcasters Paradise. And so I paid a very low price for it and it wasn't done. And I already had a show. So like I was like, great, I'm going to get the create, grow, monetize. And I was super excited. And then I paid. And then when I got in, only the create portion was there. And I was like, damn it. I have to wait for the grow. And then when the grow came, I was like, damn it. Because it was basically like how to set up a page and how to set up Mm. a Twitter. And I was like – all right, I'm just going to have to wait for this monetizing. And I was super excited. And then I see that it's a formula, a mathematical formula based on my number of downloads, which would basically earn me a grand total of like $13 a month. And I was like, fuck that. Sweet. I know, right? For you all that work. you got to be kidding me. It's so insane. I was like, so then I was fed up, right? Because I hear I'd waited so long for this information. And then I was like, that doesn't work for me at all. And so I already had people who were contacting me wanting me to, to wanting to be sponsors for Lady Business Radio. And I just went based on the model that I use for website advertising and print advertising. Like I've been selling ads for so long that I was just like, in my head, calculate exposure based on downloads plus Facebook plus Twitter plus whatever. And I was like, okay, it'll be $150 a month. Cha-ching. Right. That's not $13 for my downloads. Thank you very much. Good night. Exactly. And then you need four or five advertisers and boom, your expenses are paid for. You don't have to go with their stupid model of downloads only. It's for donk. I have way more to offer. Sorry. No, no, no. no it's like, I <laughs> I'm, totally ranting, I'm ranting. I'm ranting. No, but it's okay. But, the, but I'm glad that you're having that conversation. And I think people are still thinking that that's what's really happening. And yes, you could be an outlier. You could have like an incredible amount of downloads for your shows. And you know what's interesting for all of you guys listening too? I would figure that the majority of you ladies uh, and gents that are listening, there's a lot of you who have gotten into this and have businesses or are consultants or are selling something else. Um, around your business and and maybe you put yourself under the category of you know self help or alternative health or uh, business and marketing and stuff like that well, those areas um, that are, are around businesses have the least amount of downloads in terms of categories. The ones that get the most downloads are things like education, language arts, you know, like things that are teaching certain languages. Um, those have a lot of, lot of downloads. The entertainment shows, of course, the comedy shows, things like that, things that are around TV shows, things that are around pop culture. Those are the ones that, generally speaking, get a lot more downloads than anything that's in business and marketing or anything that is in specific niches. It just doesn't happen. Right. Uh, gamers, you know, things like that. Those things get a lot more downloads. And it's not very smart for you to just be focusing on growth, which is which is my platform is really that. And, and I'm going to be doing this. Um, I did podcasting growth for the holidays last year. It was like a really small little course that I taught. And it's all about instead of focusing on vertical growth, to think more about a horizontal horizontal growth, like literally more uh, planting around and getting a wider base rather than just thinking up, which is exactly what these models are all thinking about. It's like, how many more can we sell? How many more downloads can I have? How many more listeners can I have? Rather than really taking root with what you have right now. And when you are at like a one-year mark or when you've done your 100 episodes, hopefully you have a really dense, fertile kind of base foundation that you can start to build on. And that's actually the first lesson from within podcasting growth for the holidays. Again, it's all based on foundation. And 
And that's kind of how what we are thinking in terms of, of this platform, the platform method that Jessica really is pushing is because that one works. It's it's more about Well, it works for me. It works for us. Yeah, it worked for us. That's right. And then why don't you try it? Why don't you yeah. figure that out? And so anyway, that that's why I get so wound up about this because I understand the the frustration of not seeing numbers rise. Mm -hmm. But does the numbers rising necessarily equal success is my question for you. Does the numbers leveling off possibly mean that it's time for you to just dive deeper into what you do have rather than just thinking that maybe it's that rise that needs to continue. I mean, if you start to think that the median downloads for August for over 20,000 podcasts out there was 165 downloads per episode per month, that's like very low. I mean, mm-hmm. and, I mean, if you put it into, you know, John Lee Dumas, you know, Entrepreneur on Fire kind of download numbers, because that's what we see. But that's not the, the reality. It's sort of like us watching the Kardashians and the way that they live their life as reality. <laughs> right. You know, that's not true. Exactly. It's just not true. That's not what people do. It's like. It's that's what just, they do. It's what they do. Totally. But it's not really what what we do. You know, there's a lot of. Uh, shift differences. So that's simply what I'm offering. And also in in terms of like kind of moving the conversation away from downloads here, let's talk a little bit about user agents. So user agents are where people are listening to your stuff. User agents is how people are consuming uh, these podcasts, the episodes themselves. And just a number from here, if you think about, these are the mobile numbers at at this moment. So, 69.94%, 69.94%, almost 70% of all podcasts are being consumed via mobile. 30%, 30.03% are being consumed via your computer, like directly through, you know, people are downloading it off of um, your computer. Uh, other than that, though, almost 70% of people are listening to your podcast via mobile. So that gives you the opportunity to possibly for yourself start to audit your own stuff and see where your podcast is. Is it available via all the different podcatchers out there? Because you never know. Maybe one of them you need to manually submit something to that you didn't even know you had to do that. Um, What does your podcast look like? in a mobile device, both in um, the browser settings and also in any other apps that are out there. What are the things that people are, that you're seeing? Like there's other apps like Overcast that have their own kind of like, you know how in, in iTunes, there's a catalog there. You can go into podcasts and there's a pretty pictures and like all the different categories and it's how they, they feature stuff. Overcast has that on their app and it's native to the Overcast app. You can share uh, like your favorite episodes or like give them like a little star uh, rating so that you can uh, say like this was a really great episode. I really love this. And then it takes actually an algorithm within the app itself to start to see, oh, this podcast episode has gotten a lot of, you know, love or whatever. So they'll feature you within it or because of, you know, you, you can really, I'm not even sure how you do actually get featured within Overcast, but but he's very open to uh, – it's a different set of podcasts that are being featured there. And a lot of people don't even know that. So a lot of these apps have their own places where they can be consumed, where audiences are going into and whatnot. 
And also to know that, um, let me see, iOS versus Android. So the ratio at this moment uh, is 5.37 to 1 uh, for for iOS versus download uh, versus Android, which means that for every five, basically for every five iPhones that you have, there's one Android person that is one stubborn person one. who won't make the jump <laughs> is really what it is. So there's that. I know. <laughs> so so yeah. So all of these different things, and then there's also different kinds of uh, consumption in browsers. Chrome, uh, Mozilla are the biggest ones where people are consuming. Followed by Safari and Firefox, um, and then uh, MSIE, which is Microsoft uh, Internet Explorer. So, and then Opera, following that. So maybe checking out in all the Opera. different browsers. I know. Uh, who the checking hell the, uses it? What? I said, who the hell uses that? So, what? Um, Opera? Opera. It's crazy to me. Yeah, no, there's. I think that there's a lot of people, but it's still like you know, less than one tenth of then Opera is less than one tenth of MSIE. So it's kind of a small consumption, but it's still there. I mean, it's I'm not saying I'm not saying you don't have to go. You have to go look at it and that kind of stuff. But no, I'm still, just amazed. No, pardon me. I'm just being amazed. You're, you're just being amazed. Yeah, so yeah. there's like a lot – there's all of these other places that you should consider. If people are consuming – if 70% of your podcast episodes are being consumed via mobile, you need to pay attention to that. You need mm. to pay attention to that a lot. You need to pay attention to see how your Twitter ads uh, or Twitter updates or your Facebook ads or your Facebook uh, updates are being – how what they look like inside of a mobile device and what you can make it uh, what you can do to make it easier access for people to check out your stuff like follow follow the, the yellow brick road <laughs> follow the yellow brick road follow the yellow brick road so <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy that was crazy uh so yeah so you can start to check out that kind of stuff as well and and stop thinking again stop thinking of volume as as growth and and perhaps seep deeper into what you currently do have. And if that means to let it go, again, just like I did for Elsie's yoga class, which is still very hard for me. And I, again, I have like three episodes that I could still put out on the feed, on my own feed, um, but I haven't gotten them done. Still though, the energy that it would take for you to take restock is, is if you want to continue this or if you want to let it go, how much does it matter to you? And, and really value what you currently have. Even if it's just, and I'm putting like little quotes up in the air, 165 people or less who or downloads or less that you're having per episode per month, even if that is it, because you don't know how much richness comes from that. Mm. So I agree. So there's there's my. I agree with everything she today. said. <laughs> you go. You everything go. she said is correct. Everything you everything she said is fine. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's what I have to say for for, for today's episode. Do you have anything to add, Jess? Um, do I have anything to add to that? I mean, <sighs> every time you do you do that, I'm always thinking like she's gonna come out with some crazy stuff. Or no, she... I just sometimes the stats depress me. It is depressing. Why is that? Am I the only person who's depressed by stats? I don't know. The Android, I mean, the iOS to Android dropped a little bit. Does that mean that there's more Androids now? I guess so. 
Yes, there's a little bit more androids, and then um, that upsets me. Also, oh my god, you're like, <laughs> oh my god. But there's also been uh, a little bit of a rise in terms of consumption for the um, browsers. Used to be fifty three percent, now there's sixteen percent. Yeah, that's depressing because it means I really we need our own app. Then, 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 Rob, it, I'm going to have to clamor that. Does it because, feel like that to you, Elsie? Like when you yes. hear that stat, people who are listening, when you hear that stat, don't you feel like, oh my god, I need an app? Yeah, you What's should probably happening? need an app. And then it's true. I mean, it's like the feed app that we have. It's like super easy. And I have, you know, Elsie's yoga class has an app as well. And um, yeah, we need an app. What are we doing? <laughs> we just have to get it. What's really cool about the apps that Lipson makes, not to make this like a total Lipson commercial, totally but what, do it. what I really love about that is that everything can be in one place. And when you open it, and if let's say there's another episode that you really loved, that you kind of really want to listen to over and over again for whatever reason, or there was something that really, like we did our fall, you know, our fall thing, or even the Skype, um, you know, the alternatives to Skype last time. Maybe you found that that was really helpful and you kind of want to refer back to it. All you have to do in the app is you just, you you favorite it or you download it so it's constantly there for you and you can refer to it all the time. Plus, we could make our show notes available in in a deeper, richer way. Let's say, you know, the Skype, stuff that we we did I could have put the audio pieces you know the audio stuff that I that I created that I didn't put on the website I can upload it to the app so people can listen to that via the app and only the app people can get it Mm -hmm. Um, and they can download that or maybe the checklist can only be in the app and also the other thing that's really great that I was like oh my god we totally need an app is that you get push notifications. And push notifications are so fun. I have the Today in iOS uh, app from Libsyn as well, which is Rob's show, Rob's other show, and it's everything about iOS. His whole focus is on on the iOS ecosystem. And every time he releases an episode, you get a little push notification. So it's like, new episode is up. Nice to see, you know, thank you, have a good day, that kind of stuff, which is really fabulous. And whenever there's Apple News, what he'll do is he will push notify certain things that are of uh, interest to his audience that is around iOS. So it's really great uh, to really cultivate a specific topic or conversation around a topic and to let people know. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'll put a link in the show notes if you guys want to check on. And plus, Liz Kovart just got an app for uh, Ben Franklin's world as well. She was very excited about it. And I think it will really serve her well because she's got a very specific niche. Yeah. She can add different kinds of functionality for her core users. The ones that are real deep Ben Franklin fans yeah. are going to love if they add extra things to that she adds or the community adds or extra PDFs or, you know, links to a book list or something that she's interested in or whatever. And it's easy. It's all in one place. So. Yeah. So yeah, there's so <laughs> I think we need one. We, we should <laughs> figure out what we need to do to put it up because I have all the art, so it wouldn't be hard. No, totally. I'll let um, Sarah know. Yeah, Yay, that would be awesome. La la Yay! la. Yay! And then um, if we're ending now, I'll go ahead yes. and do my spiel. You do your spiel now. 
Okay. So since we're ending now, if there's anything that you want to discuss with us, please send us a voice message or email us at feedback at shepodcast.com. If you go to the show notes on shepodcast.com, you will be able to find all the links to do that, as well as our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash shepodcast, our group, which is shepodcast.com forward slash group, our Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash shepodcasts. We do have a clamor. I think it's clamor.com forward slash podcast, but I'm not sure. And if you want to do the sponsorship webinar, which is going to be how to put together a media kit and ad packages for, you know, the every podcaster and not Bobby and Betty Big Deal, that link is shepodcast.com forward slash media web because it's all about the media webinar. I think that is it. Oh, and if you want to, um, again, even though Elsie mentioned it earlier, if you want to, if you're thinking of being a sponsor, either on our website or our show, go to shepodcast.com forward slash media kit. And if you're driving and you can remember all those links, I will give you a hundred dollars, which is why they have like the, 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 that's why all of those links are going to be in the show notes. So they don't even have to remember. They don't have to remember them. But if you did, I'd be super impressed. It would be very, and, and not crash. Of course, because you have to keep it in your head. Well, no, don't go to them now. No. Wait till you pull over. Yes. Wait totally. till you drive through McDonald's and then do it. <laughs> oh don't tell Elsie. <laughs> no, don't tell me. Please don't tell me. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. All right. I think that's it. That do, is do, it. Do, do that. We are, we are done. We're done. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we will see you next time. And uh, peace out, Home Slice. <laughs> peace out, Home Slice. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Get right, get right, get right.